My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And today, we're going to talk about Lay's noob show, Goldeneye. And what's those other things? <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! Congratulations! Congratulations! Happy birthday, Jesse! Happy birthday, Jesse! Thank you. <laughs> but I demand it in Korean. she is it'll be on the 15th but we had to surprise her so yeah (laughs) it's like way in advance we're we're sneaking it in we're kind of yeah we're all old so we're gonna start a new tradition yeah some sort which is pretty much gonna be you get to host a rabbit night and do whatever you want as far as yeah jesse themed (laughs) Jesse themed. If it's a if it's a movie you want to watch, if it's a show you want to watch, or just clips from something, or music, music videos, whatever you want to do, we'll so, you know you'll get to pick a night and we will have a party and yeah. invite people. So for any of the listeners, we'll keep you apprised of birthday extravaganza fiesta rabbit edition. <laughs> for Jesse. <laughs> for Jesse. <laughs> this kind of sounds very weird with rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. It probably wouldn't have sounded weird if it was anyone but me saying it, but <laughs> fine. I'll take that. That's fair. That's fair. To clarify, uh, rabbit. Rabbit is just a platform yes. that we can watch things watch together on. Yeah. That's yes. all it is. Nothing. Nothing. We're all above board. We are a PG-13 show here. <laughs> we're, we're old Wait. enough language yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah it's so that's gonna be fun but back on track what we were talking about so Amanda, what have you been watching this week still obviously touch your heart still adorable uh romance's bonus book i'm a little behind and got one more episode to catch up on but still enjoying it still i liked the little subtle things they did this week with like they had the couples in like couples outfits, but it wasn't like obvious, but they're like, we're all couple, like color matched and stuff. Mm. And I'm like, I see you. I see what you're doing. I see you, stylists. <laughs> I see what you're about. Uh, and Legal High, I think I'm behind in that one too, but um, I'm really kind of liking it. Like for something that started off when I was like, eh, I don't think so. And then it's ramped up for me. So I'm quite liking it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I'm, I don't think there's anything else that I'm really watching. Like I've got a bunch of stuff on the list that I say I'm watching, but I haven't actually put it on in a couple of weeks. So maybe I'm not really watching it. I don't know. But not stuff that I like want to get rid of, you know, like uh, Taiwanese Tale of Two Cities. I really enjoyed the first episode and I just haven't gone back right now. And I don't know why, but. I will eventually. You're not, you're not in the right mood yet. Yeah, I guess. I'll get there. So, but yeah, so probably the only thing I think I'm watching that you guys aren't is Legal High and mm. 
Jesse like help me out, scanned out some my uh, you know Japanese characters <laughs> so that I'm not like totally because I I'm not feeling a romance for the leads like it would just be so super weird at this point and uh, so apparently the original Japanese doesn't go there so I'm hopeful hopeful that K Drama Land will like. For the first time so ever, they didn't. <laughs> do, do they typically follow suit like that? Uh, it depends. Um, I haven't watched I a lot of that, like, like a, and a lot of a lot of Japanese shows tend to be uh, quite a bit more risque than Korean shows. So yeah. often, lots of things get changed in that sense. But uh, yeah, I would imagine the controversial type things would mm, easily get changed. Yeah. But as far as as far as not that type of topic thing, I was just yeah. yeah. Hmm. So I we'll, we'll have to see. And I mean, Yoon Park is in it as sort of the oh, sex he's, lead, mm. and he's dreamy. lovely. And so he's not perfect, but he's mm. like, again, I'm a little behind, so maybe I'm, you know, maybe he's taking a huge turn for the worse or whatever. But um, up until now, it's been very cute. Like it, um, I was saying earlier this week, it kind of gives me suspicious partner vibes, but like not. Not exactly, like, but that whole concept of, like, a bunch of lawyers, a little bit of sound family, a bunch of lawyers working out of the house together kind of thing. Hopefully, hopefully it sticks with being that. And it's been very, um, like, case of the week as far as the leak stuff goes. So it's not like a whole big, you know, drawn out serial killer plot line. It's just boom, boom, boom. And we're done. So there, there has been no serial killer yet. Is that what let's, I'm hearing? Let, let's not talk it into existence now, <laughs> It's a huh. bit weird, drama-wise, because they do a lot of, um, I don't know, there's there's weird stuff that they do that they're doing for comedic effect, but it's not funny. It just is mean. And you're like, it's mm. not really mm. funny. Like, I don't, I'm not laughing at the boss who's, like, edging his employee towards the edge of the roof while he yells at him. Like, yeah, no. No. Off roof, like let's not no. let's not try to play that relax, people. That's not a good not a good look. Right. But most of the time, it's pretty pretty interesting. So, how about you, Jesse? What have you been watching? Have you had time to be watching anything? Uh, kind of. I've been making time. Uh, just because I've been forcing myself because work's been crazy. Last week, I was behind on romances bonus book, which you didn't hear about because we did the music episode, but. Uh, I caught up with that this weekend, so I'm caught up with that. I'm caught up with Touch Your Heart as much as possible, because when we're recording this, an episode has aired, but I haven't been able to watch it, like, before we're recording this. And then I decided to start a new drama, because I have, like, eight things on my watch list that I could be watching that are in, like, various (laughs) states of really, like, far into a series and only a couple episodes, but... It's way go. Uh, It's the J-drama Pretty Proofreader, and I'm absolutely loving it. It was great. It I've been seeing all the little, like, clips of it that Vicky has been posting around on their social Mm -hmm. media, and I was like, I'll probably like this, especially because the lead actress is Satomi Ishihara, who's one of my kind of favorite Japanese actresses. Mm. Uh, So I kind of knew that I might like it, but it's really very sweet and endearing, and it's obviously got, like, kind of a it's heavily influenced by like legally blonde type of like setup, but it still has like some really great, like genuine moments because the lead character 
she really loves this one like publishing company that does a couple of different fashion magazines that she's like obsessed with. They're like Vogue type fashion um, catalogs. And she kept on applying for a job there. And I mean, like she's like obsessed with fashion and she's obsessed with this, this, all these like catalogs to the point that she's like memorized bits and pieces from the catalogs and that sort of thing. And she's like super detail oriented. Uh, and she finally like, they, I don't think they actually say how many years she's been trying to get this job, but she finally gets a job and then it ends up being in the proofreading department. Cause they're a big publishing company. So they all mm-hmm. like do other things like books. And so it's like this really bubbly, like fashionista girl down in basically the basement with all like the kind of like, the the weird characters and like the very <laughs> gloom and like everybody's in black and like no fashion um but it's really sweet <laughs> it's i mean like it's it's literally set up it like legally blonde i mean like her character is like that where you know how like in legally blonde she's just genuinely a nice human being and yeah. she might not be like super smart but she's genuine in everything that she does this character is that way and there's like it's a got a little bit of a found family and they've been like doing that really great thing where they'll have like found family moments but they'll also like kind of break off in her relationship with one-on-one with people from the office Mm. like there's a really great relationship that's happening between her and the boss like a mentorship relationship Mm. and then also the second female lead in this who is like a old high school friend who's like the one who studied and like doesn't know fashion of course works up in the department as an editor for the you know fashion magazine and it's the girl who was in vampire heaven which oh yes 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 which listen to our i know it's not on vicky anymore but i mean we talk extensively about it I know, boo! In our podcast. I, I, I can't imagine that the rights to that show were particularly expensive. I had also watched her in um, Koinaka, which was pretty good. She was the lead female in that, which I think I watched on Vicky, and I don't think I've seen, too. So maybe they, like, took off a certain company or something. Maybe I don't to get know. maybe to get new stuff they had to decide to cut some old stuff. Yeah, because yeah. Pretty Proofreader, even though it's, I think it's it's a few years old. I want to say it's probably 2016. Yeah. On MDL, it's, it says 2016. Okay. Um, but it's definitely not like new airing. And so, mm-hmm. but it's new to Vicky. Like they just mm-hmm. recently put it up. Uh, but it's really cute. I highly recommend it. It's a really great kind of like slice of life. It's been great just to like watch that and not really have to think about things and just mm-hmm. be like happy. Like it's just mm-hmm. like, cause like every like episode it's very episodic and like you know mm-hmm. every, there's a little bit of like a a thing that goes wrong but it's very sweetly resolved in the end so it's nice and I, I generally really like uh j dramas so it's been nice to watch that nice i'm putting it on my list what about you natalia well uh i've been watching touch your heart and Rooms is the most book, of course. We've all been watching that. Um, still working on my Taiwanese soap opera, uh, <laughs> Memory Love. Like I had to take a few. I had to take like a couple days. <laughs> like it had reached peak, like too much. At the, like you know, you know, like if you watch like The Last Emperor, it's like if you watch too many episodes in a row and you're just like, no, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I had gotten yep. to that point. 
So I'm taking like a mini break from that. But also this week in non-K-drama world, Shadowhunters came back. And that's like my guilty pleasure show. That and Riverdale are my two uh, American shows that I watch that I just, mwah, just beautiful. They're so bad that they're good. So I, mean, I watch those. And uh, I do a lot of variety. But what I've mostly been watching, if we're going to be honest, is uh, you all know this. But I recently discovered the magic that is Big Marvel on YouTube um, and have literally been watching his YouTube videos nonstop and sending them to everyone I know. His his chicken parodies, like just his like going out and doing random stuff videos. Like I can't. I can't. He's the he's. So he's a he's a for anyone who doesn't know about Big Marvel, you can look him up. He's a singer and surrealist humorist is the only way I can describe him. Uh, who, who is Korean, but does videos sort of in English. Like, they're in English. <laughs> and um, he's just the most... He does all of these parodies where he uh, does songs, like popular K-pop song covers, but using only uh, squeak toys and uh, children's piano shaped like a cat that only makes meow noises. <laughs> Mostly with a chicken. He uses one of those chickens and does incredible things with a chicken, I have to be honest. Uh, and it's literally the most entrancing YouTube channel I've ever discovered. And he's ridiculous. And he's just, it's like, it's just pure fun humor. There's nothing, nothing bad Will there about be- a big Marvel rubber chicken t-shirt in our future? I don't know. I think there might be. I think there might be. There's a t-shirt for everything in our future. Let's be well, honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, then I just, you know, picking up my usual variety show watches. Uh, Running Man, My Little Old Boy, Home Alone, The Manager. You know, all of that. My usuals. Well, what about you, Guys. I'm I'm caught up with romance as a bonus book. Um, I would say I was caught up with Touch Your Heart, but yeah, it, there's no. one to watch tonight. So I randomly I shouldn't have done this. I randomly got inspired to watch almost all of The Beauty Inside this past <laughs> weekend. All I mean, it's I great. It. It's a good one. It's a good. I one. loved it. Yeah, I actually had to, so I had watched up to episode four. I had to rewatch episode four because I just couldn't remember anything that happened in that episode mm-hmm. for some reason. But so, and then I watched the movie version right after it because I wanted to see how closely mm-hmm. related it was. And it really wasn't related at all, honestly. No. Uh, so that was actually really fun because I hadn't binged in quite a while. So mm-hmm. it just kind of felt right for some reason, even though I shouldn't have been doing that. Uh, <laughs> I also am I'm cut up with Radiant slash The Light in Your Eyes, whatever you want to call it. I really, really like that show. More people should be watching it. It's hard to describe. Uh, Feelings-wise on it, it's really kind of a bittersweet thing, but they have enough levity in it that it's not as heavy as it sounds. But, I mean, it does deal with... It deals a lot with aging. So, I mean, some of the topics aren't exactly lovely and fun to watch, but it's usually in small spurts, dispersed with, like, you know, the funny brother that just is super extra and random and so i mean it works uh the fiery priest i haven't uh watched any more of i want to but since i heard that he got injured i kind of aren't they on hiatus too yeah Yeah. because because he got injured yeah but yeah like he got injured like 
twice in like a week yeah. span, which yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. They he need kept, to be looking yeah. at that. He kept having like pretty serious injuries and then broken wrist and broken ribs. Yeah. yeah and then he got his broken ribs, which that sucks. Yeah. Like that, that hurts really bad. Yeah. So I hope they let him fully heal and he needs to not be so vicious. <laughs> like mm-hmm. his character does fight a lot. And really well, but I sure was hoping that he was not hurting himself. But or like also just bringing someone on set yeah, that's like a, there to be a safety officer. That's there's well, obviously something going a on. Stunt person, yeah. At the very least, <laughs> yeah. They, it's always obvious it's him. Like, I, I feel like insurance-wise, it's gonna save them more money to just hire a stuntman than to keep letting your main actors get injured. I guess he's very proud in particular about doing his own stuff mm-hmm. uh, he's like a tom cruise type he, he kind of yeah. seems like that's his that's his deal so i don't think you can really take it away from him if that's what he's insisting on but doing i think you can in this circumstance you know what i mean yeah. i think you can say to him i'm sorry but we either need to cut the fight scenes or you need to allow a stunt double because we literally have a hospital bills to prove this (laughs) we cannot break any more parts of you because it's just not going to work yeah i don't know i mean the five scenes are pretty intense so the fact that he started i didn't really know that he had gotten hurt the other couple of times and then that's pretty bad so i'm I'm even behind a couple of the episodes that are available just because i was like my motivation to keep up with it kind of was like, yeah. oh, I'm going to have to you wait. I think anyway. that he would be more likely to get hurt again. Like, the more hurt he is, the more likely he is to get hurt again. You know what I mean? If he mm. keeps trying to do because, you know, if your wrist is hurt and then you fall, you're going to, like, protect the wrist. Yeah. And, and then you hurt your shoulder or, yeah. you know, like. Which is probably what happened. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I. I don't know. It's made me very. I I was interested in starting it, and now I'm sort of like, oh, I don't know. Because he got hurt. Yeah, like, well, because I mean, once okay, but like, and then he's back and he's hurt again, like the next yeah. week. Like, come hmm. on. Now I'm just like, nah, somebody's not doing their job right over there. So. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all I've been watching. Oh, I was going to say a little bit about the beauty inside, aside from it was good. The movie is good, too. And I, I wasn't trying. I prefer the series because it it's more light. Some mm. there was there was some very touching stuff, too. But the movie. So I just don't want people to think it totally is the same. When yeah. I say it's different, it is like drastically very different. different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the series kind of has a rom-com feel to it, honestly. Whereas the movie is I just think it's a bittersweet movie. Like it's it's tonally it's a more difficult go. It's not as funny. There are funny parts, but and it's a little bit more mature. Not that it was scandalous, but comparatively, because it's a movie. That's, so. that's always the case with Korean movies. Like if you go into a Korean movie thinking you're about to see a movie version of a Korean drama, you're in for a oh, you're in for a wild ride, my friend, <laughs> because you do not have the same censorship rules, and they go with it. You and it really wasn't. I mean, it wasn't all intense with that. It was more like how the characters would speak about things. I was like, oh, we're we're just saying that now, aren't we? We're saying oh. that. <laughs> Compared to, you know, the TV shows. They don't even go there. Like, no, we're not going to talk about that. So, that's what I've been watching. Very nice. So, this week, as a unit, 
We all watched the first couple. Well, not as like we did it separately, but like we all did it for the purposes of talking about it. Uh, we all started watching Lay's new show, Lay as in Yixing from XO, uh, The Golden Eye or Golden Eyes, Golden Eyes, which is a Chinese show about a man who develops, who after an accident gets magical powers in which his eyes can analyze things and he can tell when things are valuable or not or kind of see the history of them yeah you can and, see like yeah them. and like see through them and see through them yeah and there's like x-ray vision happening yeah there's Whatever. lots of things going on he's, <laughs> he's got magical eyes and he uses this to appraise antiques <laughs> and make money which let's be real that's what we would do too. It's, that's like a smart play. Genius. Like if you suddenly got this power, I'd be like, "Well, guess I'm going to the road show because like this, this is, this is like it, it doesn't seem to be that great for much other things." Well, sort of. It gets a little a little great, but usually things it gets it does other things, but usually in relation to him looking for antiques and. <laughs> Getting into some little, you know, zoinks with the police lady. So, yes. So, but before we get into our big discussion about our thoughts on the show, we thought we'd play a fun little game. Since the show is uh, basically Indiana Jones starring a wizard, um, <laughs> <laughs> we thought that we would recast Indiana Jones with Korean actors. Who wants to who wants to throw out their suggestion for who should play Indiana Jones? So G Sub. Mm. Ah, it's always so G Sub. But you know what? I I actually for the first time disagree. Okay. I feel I feel like you need someone who has more of like a, a playful face. Whereas he's really good at playing the straight, you know, because he's sort of like I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. So G Sub, he's very handsome. He's got a very uh, stoic face, just mm-hmm. permanently. I just feel like Soji Sub's face is just a little too straight man. Like, you need someone who has sort of more of a sly, like, <laughs> but like, real. You know who I think will be good? I don't know his name, but the, <laughs> guy, the guy who played the, uh, the cousin brother doctor guy on. Um, the cousin uh, brother doctor guy. Yeah, it makes sense when I say what's up. In, uh, in weightlifting fairy, Kim Bok Ju. The, the cousin oh, brother I'm... doctor guy. What's his name? <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, I can't remember. I call, I call him cop face. He's, he's a Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, he, he's um, got cop face. So I always call him cop. I just know his Instagram handle is Goompapa. For all the Canadians, I get, you know, whatever. <laughs> oh my goodness. What's his name? He's very handsome. He's sort of got, he's like in like a real chiseled, beautiful way. He's got sort of a real kind, like sort of sassy face. Like, yeah. I have another person that I think could also play and have fun with the role too. Okay, go. What's his face from Player? Yes. 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 I don't remember his name. Thank you. You know, the pretty. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But I think he would be really good with the, like, kind of the sly, like, playfulness of that character. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, nice to look at. <laughs> Let, let's be honest. And using his charms. Lee Dae-Yoon. That's, that's the one. dae Or I believe, um, as uh, one of our mutuals calls him, 
Thighs, I believe is the name that they call him. They call him Thighs. Because he is very built. He's a very, yeah. like, bodybuildy kind of. Yeah, yeah. He has, he has sort of the build that you would think he, you know, robs tombs for a living. <laughs> Putting yeah, that out I there. I kind of, for Indiana Jones, I would kind of want to say Lean June Key. Mm, okay. But he's, so the only reason I'm willing to say that is because of Lolly, Lawless yeah, that's Lawyer. that's true. That's because true. Because before that, I wouldn't have said he's so scrappy and stuff. But because of that show, mm. he can kick tail. And so you know what? It would... Also. But I know that visually he does not look like he can. He looks he looks very small. But he's still got that, like, that thing that he does, like, that little charm thing that he does. Yeah, that, that is, You don't actually have to be, like, super good-looking to pull that yeah. off. Like, it's just in your, like charismatic ways you know like like he has the the charisma for it yeah the wry wit charisma Mm. yeah i can see that stuff that other people would really get like the the delivery of lines with like a little sly like yeah 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 and then like laughing at the bad guys as they fall and stuff like he would find you know yeah And he kind of pulls off that bespectacled, like, nerd thing very well as well. So, like, the duality of that. Yeah. Yeah. Where suddenly it's like he pulls a Clark Kent Superman thing where it goes from mild-mannered archaeology professor to badass tomb robber. (laughs) (laughs) So who are we casting as the female lead? We have, we have to be specific about the female lead that is able to do action-y things slightly, or the female lead that kind of can't, and she's a damsel in distress, because there's kind of two No, things. no, no, we're doing the original, the uh, badass female lead. Okay, because there's a and difference. There is a difference, and I would like to elect well, Sylvia And there's Jin. usually the female lead, and then there's the, like evil female lead right yeah. there's always, mm-hmm. always like a, I'm, an evil girl yeah i'm going <laughs> the main female lead and i right. i am volunteering uh seo hyun jin because i feel like she'd be amazing in action sequences based purely on the fake movie she was making in the beauty inside and how good <laughs> she was in it like she was good at it she was that good in that fake movie that we all wish existed because we want to see her in an action movie. Like, and now. And also she's got sort of like, um, she can pull off like a good sort of angry energy that mm-hmm. you know, Marion Ravenwood character had, right? She was sort of like a, ah. mm-hmm. so I feel like she would be good at that. Now, in terms of evil female characters. Mm. I was thinking somebody like um, Lee Sung-kyung. Mm. very like not that if that's the only thing you've seen her in not so much but she is very (laughs) she's good at all and statuesque she's got that supermodel vibe going on and And she has sort of sort of a a slightly severe face when it's like her normal face has sort of a yeah she's very beautiful like i'm when i'm saying very don't mean Mm -hmm. an ugly way i mean sort of in like a model way yeah like and the you know the evil female has to have that like mm. just drop dead gorgeous yeah. always like, come on thing going on that Jessica Rabbit kind of deal and mm-hmm. I feel like she can maybe pull that off. What about like the sidekick type? Oh, okay. I have I have two two possible roles for one amazing man. <laughs> so. 
you know if where it's I'm the man, then, if you it's know where I'm taking There's this. more possible so, roles for him. I'm sure yeah. you're gonna. <laughs> so there's like the sidekick character in the original uh, Indiana Jones. That's like the knowledgeable dude that takes him to all the archaeology digs and whatever. Mm-hmm. There's also the Nazi who we will recast. This is the Korean version. Will not be a Nazi because <laughs> that like wasn't a thing in Korea. It'll be Japanese, I guess. Japanese. Evil. Evil. If we're just bad dude. Both could be played by Kim Won-hae. <laughs> I said At the, the same time? Every other... Why not? <laughs> like, put, like, put, like an evil mustache on him? Like, you've got two whole new characters. This is he's true. Because, I mean, he's currently playing a Russian. So, it, it works. He can do anything. He's Kim Won-hae. <laughs> <laughs> What more do you need? I would consider. I I was thinking. I would consider. Um. Uh. What's his? Oh my goodness! From the Last Emperor. Um. Ah, Shinsun Rock. Yes. Yes, Shinsun Rock. Evil or not? Either way, I can't decide. Oh God! The like the super goofy sidekick guy who turns out to be evil. Like, oh, you know, yeah. like, like, twist. or the one who gets like possessed by the evil spirit of whatever artifact they've just tomb robbed and thus becomes evil. There you go. <laughs> yep. What about his dad? Okay. Who is the Korean version of Sean Connery in this? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> the dude, I got to look up his name. He was on Suspicious Partners. <laughs> He's the old dude in Suspicious Partners. What is his name? But to me, Sean Connery was really not that old when he played the dad. No, he was only, I think he was only like 10 years older than Harrison Ford or something. Yeah. He just looks old. Because they even seduced the same chick in one of the movies. Yeah, that's the other thing. Sean Connery's kind of sexy. Like, kind of, he's a sexy old dude, so... You kind of have to have somebody who's got a level of like. Sean Connery like looks. Get the girl. I'm gonna be honest. John Connery always kind of looked like my dad, so I never really <laughs> got the feel of John Connery in any way. But this guy also kind of looks like the Korean version of my dad, so I guess that's why I'm like. <laughs> You're going making that connection. Yeah, and yeah. also he had, like so Lee Dukwa is his name. Um, like, I've seen him on, like, variety shows and many shows, and he always kind of plays the same character. And the character he plays is the character that it, of my dad, essentially. Like, that's exactly what... Like, in Suspicious Partners, that's exactly what my dad was like. Hundred... Like, just... So it was kind of sad watching it, but at the same time, it's also really fun watching it. But, um... Mm-hmm. And I thought I always sort of, you know... That was my association. I just think it would be a funny twist on the character to see him and this young Indiana Jones character... <laughs> going for the same That's lady. Him as being um, Jae-yoon, was that who we said? Uh, the guy from Weightlifting Fair. If he was if he was the Indiana Jones, he feels like physically I could see yeah, him. Yeah, they look, they look similar. Yeah. Kind of that same mm-hmm. shape face a little bit or something. I could see that. I could see them playing off each other pretty fun. I think that would be fun. Good work. Who's the... Like, bad guy in our Indiana Jones movie. I already elected Kim Won-hae. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, the, the bad, bad, bad guy? Yeah, just the bad, 
Like, no, no, bad, bad, bad guy. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like he's just waiting for that opportunity to just put his, like, get his grips on a nice, meaty, evil character. You know what I mean? He, he would probably be terrifying if he put his mind to yeah. it. Yeah. No, you know who yeah. else would be good at it? Um, oh my goodness. He's, ah, what is his name? I'll look up his name. He, oh, he actually plays villains, um, uh, he plays villains a lot. Um, what is his name? Um, oh my god, I can't even, like, think of anything he's in except for, like, oh, variety yeah. shows. This is gonna drive me insane. He was on, like, he was on the Infinite Challenge Infinite Company movie as, like, ugh. This is so frustrating. This is so frustrating, guys. This is so <laughs> well, think of it. I'm gonna, like, put in what about, um, Ho Jun Ho, who is the serial killer dad in Come and Hug Me, but he's mm. also in The Player as the dad that you briefly see, but he's in a ton of stuff. Mm. He plays an outstanding bad guy. That could work. That yeah. could work. I could also see um, Jang Huck playing yeah. the bad guy. Okay, you like, right. You right. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm maybe in that, like, love rival bad guy, you know, like, scenario just, that sometimes <laughs> happens with the, like, you did know, Indiana Jones steals his woman away or whatever. The last, the last time we did this for Die Hard, it wasn't Hans Gruber in our final I think episode. so. Maybe. <laughs> I just really <laughs> like him. I really like just him. like, I just need to cast him in everything like, I possibly can. <laughs> well, he's just wonderful. I want to talk about Lay the actual antique dealer okay yes so yes, we do in our in our in our group chat we had a discussion i think actually jesse started it with a twitter post that she made saying like i would really love to just watch a show about lay discovering the magic of pottery <laughs> like, yeah uh, I want him to be the host of antiques roadshow now yeah, is like, essentially what i want like i love that I I like I would literally just watch a show that's just like his character on this show just literally buying and selling antiques without any of like the, just like like a like a real zen like you know yeah. they could explain it like the, the the one episode where the professor comes in and is explaining that one pot that's red yeah. like if it's just like that perfect I feel like this is I'm, amazing I think I'm learning so much I'm like <laughs> yeah. this painting and he was like well like this the method of mounting that they used like was this so I thought it can't like there must be something going on because of this like oh this particular mounting style was used in this done guy and I'm just yeah. like whoa like I am learning so much right now <laughs> uh, but of course with all things Chinese drama wise you have to sort of take everything that's being said especially from a historical point of view with a slight grain of salt. When you say slight, do you mean slight, I or do you mean like a, a giant grain of salt? <laughs> because the Chinese government is well known for basically rewriting history often, and then forcing media to go along with this sort of new revised version of history that they've encountered. Uh, so far, with like just talking about antiques, like it hasn't really, you know, come mm-hmm. up in any way. But uh, that's just, you know, for most Chinese dramas, you just got to sort of be like, okay, I can't really, if there's something being said about, like, politics, economics, history, 
you gotta sort of be like mm, pr- probably probably a little fake at least <laughs> just like <laughs> probably like mm, mostly propaganda so that's just you know i'm not saying i don't enjoy chinese dramas obviously i do i watch many of them but uh for all you listeners out there who haven't started the sea drama just you know be aware be aware keep that in mind <laughs> however lay is lay is just so cute I'm so pretty. And I I would watch Antiques Roadshow hosted by Yixing. Like, but he's just like a little. His character or him as a person. Either. Like, either. either. His character would be awesome because he's just so kind and sweet. And his like real personality would be awesome because he's just such a sad, depressed, sad sack all the time who just seems constantly confused at the fact <laughs> that he's like everybody can never figure it out. He like encounters. You just see all these videos of like fans screaming for him. He's like, "Who are they screaming for?" And they're like, "Um, you." And he's like, "What? <laughs> Me?" <laughs> he's just so cute all the time. Never ironic. He is no. always serious. <laughs> Which is so different from his like music video persona, where it's like exactly. night and day. All of a sudden, he's like. like Cranks the sexy up to eleven, and he's like shooting like little bedroom eyes at you. And then like he gets off the stage, and he's like, "Oh, maybe one day someone will love me." And you're just like, (laughs) (laughs) he's like a cute Eeyore kind of feeling really down lately. Like I'll just strum my guitar to try to cheer myself up, but every note sounds sad somehow. And you're just like, what is this? Who is this man? Anyway, oh, he's the enigma. Oh, he's so confusing. But I love, I mean, I like his character in this. And yeah. like you said, like I would watch him. If this drama was nothing but sort of like superhero of the people where he went around and like helped these like helped poor widows find the like yeah. the treasure that they had so they could pay this month's rent or yeah, whatever. That, you know? that like, would be I like, would watch that drama. Sort of like <laughs> like the littlest hobo where <laughs> the role of the German shepherd is played by Yixing. <laughs> oh wait, you're American know the American We have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Okay, the littlest hobo was a Canadian like kids show a masterpiece where basically every week was a new story where this this german shepherd the littlest hobo would wander into like a family who's having problems in life and like help them saw like fix their lives and then would like continue on to, to so, the next family that needed help so americans call that lassie no, 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 no. Lassie stuck with one family. No, so Lassie was always just, like, helping get Timmy out of yeah, wells. Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. was, like, Timmy the was the downfall of Lassie. The littlest hobo, like, <laughs> like, making people reconnect in their marriage and, like, helping, you know, abused children. Like, he did everything. The littlest, dog. The littlest hobo. Like, yeah, he's, he's stopping, it was you like, know. It was like, it was like, it, Gangsters are coming after the mom and pop shop, and he's like, yeah, like taking out the pictures. Yeah, but the little was amazing. And like it, every every episode kind of had that, you know, on a very special episode, like after school vibe to it. Like anyway, we want him to be that, but it's okay because he's I'm not. Song in my head I, right now. How, how come we didn't import that? That would have been a good thing to import. Yeah, I, I don't feel yeah like. I think it would Put be that on PBS. Here. We would have watched it. 
It was our wishbone. And wishbone was my version of that. Oh, but... we had wishbone too, though. You see, because like, because as we as we said last week, uh, American know. exports they don't I'm sorry. import. It's okay. It's okay. It's, you guys it's are not. It's not your fault. If we could have gotten the dog show, I mean, come on. But, I like didn't have a television as a child, and I still somehow watched The Little and Slowbo. <laughs> <laughs> like, like little, it was oh, mwah, little that and Degrassi. Oh, oh, see, I watched Degrassi. Degrassi, you be exported apparently. Yeah. Anyway, you know, back to Lay. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> moving, moving back. Instead of that, which would be a fun show, uh, we're sort of getting like if Candle in the Tomb was less confusing and more fun. Because, <laughs> like, I don't, I, I'm probably, I don't, am I the only one who watched Candle in the Tomb? Yeah. Well, Candle in the Tomb was, like, fun, but the story made very little sense. And I don't know if that was, like, a translation issue or just sort of, like, hot mess issue. But this one is, like, it's, like, a really solid, like, tomb raiding fun show. Like, it sort of starts out like it's not going to be that. Like, because, you know, it starts out, with his shop getting robbed. And an incredible action sequence, like... Which was... Yeah. <laughs> he, like, jumps blowing. over, like, the counter and just does oh, all he, stuff. He, and he, the guns! And he wastes those guys! But... Yeah, we, and feathers flying around him, like, it's very, uh, very we, stylized we, and we, lovely. Uh, that's probably not the case. His, his action skills, not fantastic as it continues to be shown throughout. But what is fantastic is his earnest friendliness and his desire to just be a nice dude. Yeah. So, like, even when he makes all this money off of these antiques, he's still sharing it with his friend. He's, like, dividing it evenly with, like, the guy who gave him a little bit of money to, like, you know, when he was short. Like, you know, he wants to do the right thing. Meanwhile, his friend's like, fucking don't do the right thing. <laughs> Get rich and bitches. Like, woo! <laughs> You're like, nah, we gonna do the right thing. And it's little dimples. <laughs> I will say, in terms of a Chinese show, the special effects on this are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. Like, they're... Especially with his eyes, because the, and- the whole point of, like, the show, like, during the, the pawn shop robbery... When he, when you actually see what he does, not what he like thinks he's gonna do in his head, um, <laughs> like the they they shoot like an artifact and like piece of of it like scratches his eye, mm-hmm. and then he kind of wakes up to have and that, like that's this how superpower. He gets, that's how he gets the power of the golden. Yeah, eye. and before that he like couldn't see anything. He had to have glasses and all yeah. that stuff. And magically healed him. Well, so I'm curious what how it went to the other eye, but that's fine. Yeah, because they only showed cut one eye, but it, yeah, it, it apparently re- works it, in both eyes now. That's it rewired awesome. his, you know, optic nerve. Yeah, it's the magic, so it doesn't have to follow. The only logic it has to follow is Just, its I own internal magic it. logic. So, I, I wish that, as opposed to showing it slice his eye, what they'd showed it was like embed in his eye or something, and right, like particulate. They might have not. They might have not had the budget for that. Then I think they were yeah just trying to do that stylistic like shot. But like yeah. what's really cool is they'll do some things like especially when he's like going into his like power mode where he can like see through something. Mm. Even after they'll be like the it he's not even like 
doing what he's supposed like doing the actual magic but they'll like have a slither of the gold just in the yeah, bottom of his eye it. and it's like yeah, it's it's totally like unnecessary and like actually you could get away with not having it, but mm-hmm. the fact that they're they are doing that, I think it's like shows a level of care yeah. that these yeah. sorts of shows the tend graphics, to not have. Yeah, there's someone on the graphics team and they're like they they're <laughs> showing pride they, into the graphics team. Yeah, and, like, it's just pretty, like being like no, nope, don't pretty, do that. It's pretty obvious that like the people making this show are really passionate about making this show. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> You can tell, like, because, you know, with a lot of Chinese shows, you watch them, and the, oh boy, oh boy, the graphics, there's something else. Or, like, the dubbing is just so bad that you're like, you didn't even try. But in this <laughs> one, you can, tell, you can tell people are, like, trying to make a mm-hmm. good show. Yeah, because, what, I mean, like, you know? even in the first couple of episodes, he looks at things, like, constantly it's so it's yeah. like non-stop graphics he'll look at an apple and be able to see inside that it's like you know brown or like he'll look at an object and then be able to like see its history and like yeah. i mean it's like constantly and, and the, way that they, and the, way that they, the way that they show like you know the history of items i really i find it really like really clever like just it's sort of like they show the birth of the item yeah, I like it. I appreciate his character that they did give him a background, not just working at the pawnbroker shop, but also, which by the way, pawnbroker place looked swanky compared to what like I was thinking like, it was going to look like. I feel like that's like a, 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 a bad mistranslation. Mistranslation because yeah. it's truly yeah. an antique shop. Yeah, like yeah. high end. <laughs> it's an antiquities <laughs> shop. Not, yeah. And I, at first yeah. I was like, because of the translation, I was kind of confused. Like when he was at his like thing, I thought that he owned the pawn shop like when they were like oh like i'm gonna be like a real yeah. shop owner and then so like they sort of made it seem like he was poor and sad but then he's walking into this gorgeous building and i was like wait a second like yeah he already seems like what he's doing he okay is? like look at this beautiful shop he's got but then it turns out he's just like a part-time employee uh, <laughs> yeah. it's like own history degree to work yeah. or whatever like right. So I, but I, I think it's nice that he has a history degree and that yeah. he has that background too. So it's not mm-hmm. simply because sometimes in shows it'll be like random dude that has absolutely nothing to do with his power. Yeah. Suddenly gets yeah. to do all this stuff. It's nice. It's like oh, he actually does know some stuff yeah. to begin it's like, with. It's like what's he has the, an interest male, in it already. What's the male version of a Mary Sue? That's usually what these male characters are like. Mm-hmm. You have like why why? There's no reason for you to have this power. Get out it's of here. Al- yeah, it's also really great because I think it's gonna play really nicely and like it obviously has in like the second episode when he he obviously knew the professor who came in and, and yeah and valued the the pot. He obviously has connections with a bunch of people and even yeah. like when he lost his job at the pawn shop, they were all like super nice about it. It was kind of more like, this is what yeah. has to happen. Well, it was more that he lost his job because the police were hassling him. Yeah. Like, hassling them. And they just didn't want to deal with the police anymore. Yeah. But it was never like a, we hate you for what happened. Type yeah. Cause like he didn't yeah. do anything. Okay. This is my one gripe. God, that woman. cop lady, the cop lady. Like I like, I both like her and can't stand her because like oh. there's like her action sequences. Yeah, are beautiful. 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 But, like, she's just... But her character. Yeah, like, she just... Like, there's literally... Like, the guy is in a hospital bed with his face wrapped because he had to have eye surgery after being attacked by men with guns. And she's, like... She's like, why? Like, where's... You're a part of this crew. Why did you go back to your work? Because I left my phone. And 
then to get his phone, why would you lock the door if you're just going to get your phone? She's like, well, like, it's really suspicious that you didn't lock the door. It's like, you didn't. But also, the, like two the, minutes. he couldn't lock the door because the way that the the store was locked was a big padlock. Remember, he opened a big <laughs> padlock on the doors. So it wasn't even like he opened up like a deadbolt or anything. There was literally a padlock around the, the handles of the door. Like, so there was like no option for him to. Yeah. Like, like I would look at like I would look at this like the, the her like partner who's like, I don't know, man, like doesn't. He seems like he's not really a part of this. She's like, I'm going to find out how he's a part of this. Yeah. And I think I've watched a couple more episodes than... You've seen I've that? watched four, I think. Yeah, I'm up to, like, episode six. Um, I don't think <laughs> got to do. And, like, she just... She does not stop. Even when there's, like, just overwhelming evidence that, like, no, it's, he's really not related. She's still, like... that trope. Uh, yeah, that, they always do that, like, gung-ho cop who like literally like thinks literally that that person is the person that like she needs to target when like literally everyone stupid. around him is like no this guy is like not involved in this like he's like the nicest dude like he's just he's just like a little like antiquities nerd and she's like no nah, i'm gonna she's like who are you working with like is this your boss like this is like with the you know the gang leader he's like he's like i don't know this guy like i mean what do you why do you keep calling him my boss like i don't understand so it's, just, it's getting a little old, but I feel like right now I'm at it. We're at a turning point with her. Um, You're farther ahead than we are. So. I am. I am. But uh, I feel like she might come around eventually, which will make her slightly. Or she's going to be the love interest. Come on. Well, yes. So the thing about her that I wanted to say was, though, her tropiness on one end. But as far as I think it was the first episode, once she got over her like wanting to peg him for stuff. <laughs> She actually had a moment where she was talking to her superior yeah, where she, she kind of explained a connection that had not been mentioned before yeah. and that it was actually a valid reason to look more into the robbery because it did seem like... So, I mean, she actually had some really good reasoning skills and the fact that she yeah, really no, needed to go not, do this. I'm not saying that she's, like, a stupid character because nothing no, bothers me more. I wasn't saying... I, I was just saying... I feel like they aren't giving her enough time being a reasonable character because it's... Not, She's yeah. actually smart. Like, yeah, they don't well, let her... Yeah, you also have she's to, like... She's good be, like, at her job, It's going to be longer, too, because this yeah, is like a longer a 50, series. So this is, like, a setup like a Western show with, that ha- could have multiple seasons, you know, like, do the, you know, mm-hmm. gradual thing. Mm-hmm. I also think that the actress playing her is doing kind of a really nice job yeah. because it could go so poorly. Like, it's a very fine line, like... That it could just be like super annoying for all of it, and she's been able to kind of like get in into a level where like they're not in into it. The acting in this show is very good. I will say that, and the dubbing is also better than normal, high quality dubbing. I think it's on the same level as like when a snail falls in love. Like that was some good dubbing. Like you can barely, barely, like you know it's dubbed, but like they're actually. Yeah, adjusting levels close. too and like, like yeah not making it super crazy and like actually adding some noise <laughs> in the background too it's great <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite scene in the first i think it was in the first couple episodes with the cop lady is when she gets on the motorcycle and her male partner has to sit in the tiny little sidecar <laughs> folded up with like all the stuff i was like that's beautiful like that's like a perfect I love moments like that in shows that tell you a lot about like this character, like these characters, their relationships, like yeah. their backgrounds. Like, can this do it sums them like, up. Yeah, it does. You don't have to 
have to like add like billion hours of exposition, like just little moments like that that sort of, you know, tell you what you need to know about the character. Like, for example, the one that I think was so telling about like um, Lay's character um, was after he gets the pot and he gets all this money for it, where he asks, oh, should I go like give some to the guy who sold it to me for 90 bucks? Because like, you know, like, I feel like I like a million dollars. Yeah. yeah, And and then the guy's like, no, no, (laughs) nobody does that. Like, so it's like, you know, I'm doing it though. (laughs) I know. He's not a very, you helped me so. (laughs) But like, it's it's kind of funny because he keeps like his roommate who's always like, ah, stop it. He's like giving him all the money. He's like, you be the accountant. I'm clearly like not the one to be in charge of the money. Like I will find the artifact. You deal with paying the bill. And also his like friend is like, let me just order this and order this food and order this food. And you're like, oh my gosh. Very bad bad with money. But they do get all their bills paid. And that's the important (laughs) important part. (laughs) One of the things that I really like about it, and it's such a, like, not anything actually to do with the show, but I really like the opening credits are basically, (laughs) like, there's a few shots of Lay doing stuff. And then it's basically just shots of like antiques yeah, and vases pottery and things. And, and they're not giving away the whole series. No. In the yeah. Yeah. And Chinese then they don't have like the closing credits are like bloopers. It's yeah. not it's so so sweet. it's not like six minutes of we have told you the whole story. No, I find like, that's, that's another that's another thing that Chinese dramas do a lot is the opening and ending credits. They tell you everything you're about to watch. <laughs> skip them. Just always skip them. Always. Because, like, they're, they're, they'll tell you too much. <laughs> they'll tell you every point. But that's not the case it's here. Like, Maybe learning. That's not give everything away in the credits. So, I, I like It's a nice. I really enjoy it. I do, oh. too. I like it. Go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say I saw that Natalia had put something on Twitter about <laughs> in the credits <laughs> that he was like, he helped with lights or no, cameras. They, they, they credited Yik Bing as like a special lighting director, special sound, like special sound editor, like sound technician. And then they showed like a picture of him, like just sort of like helping hold up a light and like helping hold up a boom while he's like offset. And they put him in the credits. So I think that's so cute. I just thought it was cute. Well, I, I think that's cute. And I, I, I actually have seen for other Korean actors. Like, I know that Lee Joon-ki, like, he, he loves to help on the mm-hmm. set, so he actually will, like, help hold lighting stuff for the other people or whatever. So I think it's kind of neat when actors a, do that. a funny story on um, uh, Love in the Moonlight, uh, when one of the older actors was getting his makeup done, uh, Park Bo Gum was done, and so the guy had his eyes closed, and then when he opened them, it was Park Bo Gum was the one putting his makeup on, like, he's not his makeup lady. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? He's like, Why? What is your job? <laughs> the the comment he said was he's like yeah like everyone always says these celebrities are nice but like Barbara's like put on your makeup for you nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just thought that was really cute. I was just gonna say what I really like about the show is the the tone is very much like a sci-fi channel show. Yes. <laughs> That's like 
what it's like set up to be so you know like warehouse 13 or like you know any of those type shows and you're like okay this is gonna be fun and it's like not gonna be outstanding but it's gonna be like a fun hour of a show I feel like if someone's having a lot of problems with the show either they don't like the genre to begin with which is whatever not used to a show like that yeah or they're like expecting something from this show that the show had never intended to deliver whatsoever like you know if they wanted like you know a a gritty like running from gangsters like no they're gonna you know it's gonna be a little silly because he's a magical antiques finder like like, what what kind of serious energy were you looking for from this like his magic powers is finding antiques like him and my mom have that in common like (laughs) yeah the poster for it is very like James Bond. Yeah. Like old school James Bond, not like new gritty Daniel Craig oh, James no, Bond. Like, this is like Sean Connery in the 60s James yeah. Bond type poster. So it's I like think a, you should know what you're in for. Some action, yeah. some goofiness, some pretty anti- probably romance. Yeah, I've coming some romance touching coming. moments. Yeah, yeah, and and Lay playing himself with magic powers yeah. <laughs> and looking less confused yes he, looks, <laughs> he does look less confused than, but he still looks, he looks smug a lot of the time but like but like, smug, like, smug. But like, like smug just to his like something buddy. yeah like like but mostly just to his buddy because his buddy's just a hot mess <laughs> his, his, his buddy's like the me of, <laughs> of the relationship <laughs> bad financial decision after bad financial decision um, <laughs> But no, they're fun. Like, it's a fun show. And it's I feel like it's going to keep being fun. I'm a little ahead of you guys. And I'll just let you know, no spoilers. But it gets... It gets it's still fun? It's still pretty fun. There's, you know... Uh, fun in the way the movie The Mummy is fun, if you okay. know what I mean. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, pretty fun. Not, like, not with, obviously, not mummies. But, like, that whole, you know, tomb raiding vibe. It's fun. very cool. Also, I really love the movie The Mummy. So, any 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 chance to bring it up? Are we all are we all gonna keep watching this show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think I'm I in. Think, I th- well, it's actually my first C drama. Oh, I think. I think it might be mine too. Oh my goodness, C drama virgins. Well, <laughs> no, I feel like I've watched a couple of episodes of some other ones. This is not indicative of uh, <laughs> what. What you can expect from me. <laughs> this is much better. I mean, I've, I've obviously watched Mandarin speaking shows. Yeah, yeah. Taiwanese. Yep. Taiwanese is different, though. Yeah. Yep. Totally different vibe. I mean, I think I'm going to stick with Golden Eyes. I'm wondering if I'm going to stick with it at the moment, though, because. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of shows coming down the pipe that I think I'm going to be trying to watch. So I don't know if I'm going to have to put it on the side and then maybe binge it later. For me, like with Chinese, it's easier to binge because get in that mindset. It's hard to stay on top of like five or six episodes mm-hmm. a week. Yeah. That's a lot to maintain. And I feel like if I get behind more than one or two episodes, then it's like, I'm done whatever I'm out <laughs> and it, it, you know so if I just binge it then I'm fine but I'm kind of in the mood for it right now so yeah yeah it's, it's, it's like that so. time of year where like it's still winter and I'm so done with winter and I just mm-hmm. 
need something. Need to go rob a tomb. I just need something fun. Like I just, I don't want, I don't yeah. need like a depressing melodrama because I don't need the weather to, like, is depressing make enough. Me think. Yeah, I just want to. The episode lengths are really great too. Like that right. makes it. Yeah. Really nice. I mean, I might, I might still keep with it, but it might, if I have a hole for that genre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? You know what I, I was just thinking I, that I find just so wonderful about our little group is how vastly different all of our schedules are. So I'm listening to you be like, well, like, I don't know if I have time to watch like a five day a week, five week day, day show like per week. And I'm sitting here like, yeah, I got time. <laughs> I got time <laughs> oh, the freelance, the freelance life leads to I it, this would not be my first five a day. Or five a day. Jesus, that would be okay. Even now, oh, okay. <laughs> five episodes a week show. There was a Taiwanese show that came out like two, two year, two, three years ago. Um, it was called like V Focus, and I was so down to clown with that. And it was like five episodes a week. But uh, it's actually, it's really, it's a really good one. I do recommend uh, for anyone out there who wants to sort of go into the, I don't even know what. It's not like a sitcom, but like daily. Yeah, like a daily Taiwanese show. V Focus was pretty fun. I just think I keep I keep reading articles and hearing things that there are just a lot of shows coming. That's why I, that's the only reason why I'm hesitant to commit that I will keep watching it. Yeah, now. I feel like I don't have a lot of shows coming, but also it probably will also depend on if Vicky Subbers stay at this level of commitment. So I find often though on Vicky, um, the Chinese shows get subbed a lot quicker. Okay. Korean shows. That's interesting. Also, idol, idol dramas. That's true. Like with a a high level idol in the main, that tends to drive subs a little faster. I find too. Okay. I mean, like that. I wanted to watch that. um, My amazing boyfriend too, and I started it and then I dropped it because it had issues. Oh, issues. Um, It had issues. Problems. That so, really bums me out, but yeah. Yeah, and, uh, but, I mean, it, the first week's episodes were, it, it was into the second week, and the first week's episodes were still, like, 50% subs. Mm-hmm. Lay's mm-hmm. thing started, and it had two like episodes two, out, and they were at 100%. It was, like, like two, hours, two hours later, <laughs> they're out. <laughs> Clearly, the subbing teams love Lay more than they like Mike D'Angelo, so... <laughs> Listen, I get it. The dimples. The dimples. They get you every time. <laughs> oh, he's just so cute. He's just so cute. He is cute. Like, I have, like, I, I obviously don't have children because I don't like them. But, like, <laughs> my feelings towards Lay are, like, the closest I've ever felt, like, motherly affection. Like, I just want to, like, make him some hot chocolate and tuck him into bed. <laughs> he's so cute. And he watches music videos, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> now. So is there anything coming, like, in the next week that we're looking forward to? I think that psychometric guy is starting. Yes, I saw uh-huh. I saw some. Does anybody, like, is somebody subbing it? Do we know? Is I Vicky getting not it? Sure. I have no idea yet, but I did see some enticing shower scene behind the scenes <laughs> that uh, dropped. Oh. Oh, your word <laughs> choice for something like enticing. It's such uh, a like thing to start off with. Like, hey, we're dropping some pictures. It's the shower scene. And you're I, like, you know what? I feel like they know their audience. 
Like, they're like, they're like, we're just gonna draw you in with some abs. You know what? This, this, isn't this sort of, he has a similar power, like he can tell the history of objects if he touches them. Isn't that like the plot? Psychometry is, isn't it? The fact that we're all Googling this at the moment. <laughs> or I'm letting you guys Google it for me. I'm staring at you. It's psychometry is token reading, so you can just touch something and like know its associations in the history of an object. This says people. So he can read the secrets of people who comes in contact with him. So he's just and it's the story of him and a girl who tries to hide her pain. And they will not really selling me. I would so then, like a Lay's character needs to just have a little cameo and walk through as he's like looking at something. Because <laughs> Lay has Lay has actual psychometry, so like not like touch touch wise. He just has like visual. And then no, they can like, have a nice a nice little chat in the coffee shop, and that'd be good. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, look I'm, like Vicky has it for that psychometric guy, and it looks like light and cute and yeah stuff. it looks like kind of like yeah. a school but then it's drama. tagged with thriller and i'm like <laughs> no they're about to suspicious partners us aren't they oh you know what one of the we girls go- in the poster is wearing a uniform she's a cop uh, freaking uh, <laughs> suspicious partner my friend Dang it! We, can't, we can't get away we cannot get admit, away i don't tend to read the synopsises very much of new shows because they t- just just like the trailers. To me, yeah. sometimes it can just be so different that I might as well just and not. Like, and my thing is like, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna watch it anyway. So why why yeah, I, exactly. I didn't go in surprised like. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, new show, cool. Yeah, like, like, listen, it's me. I'm just like, hey, right, I got time. <laughs> like, so like, I'm like, gonna, I'm like, leave my house? Are you kidding me? <laughs> in Canada. Canada. You're hilarious. Like, I leave for food. That's that's my, that's all I do. So, I mean, I'll definitely be trying that one. We'll just see. We'll see where Yeah, I just looked on a drama currents little, like, you know, things Uh, coming up. Almost everything is, like, a to be determined on the show. Like, they're really... No one knows who possessed them right now. Nobody the knows what any already out, right? Or today. Yeah. It starts today, I think. But all the Ocean, 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 all the Ocean <laughs> dramas, like, where are they? Where are they going to be? Who's, who's picking them Kill up? It. Kill it. Everybody yeah. Wants- oh, oh, my God. Okay. Kill it. I have confession I, at the end of the month that I want to watch. Mm-hmm. I do not know the synopsis that has been presented for Kill It, but on the strength of those goddamn posters alone. <laughs> they're great. I, well, the- like the posters, I want, I want to like buy one and hang it up. They're <laughs> it is so pretty. good. Like but there's such good. Here's posters. the deal about the synopsises. I feel like early on the devil was involved. Yeah, I, I yes. vaguely remember this as well. That he like, was raised by the devil, and then he was going to get revenge on the people who sold him to the devil. Like, but maybe the devil. And now, and like now we're not mentioning the like, devil anymore. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe like devil wasn't really devil, but like just yeah, like, like maybe devil is like the the oh, name okay. of the like gangster boss or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And somebody mistranslated like, something. Yeah, because yeah, now it's he's an elite sass- assassin. Yeah, so yeah, like, it all said that, but it was like he was an elite assassin who had been raised by the devil, and now he was. <laughs> 
trying to get revenge on the people who had sold him to the devil. Like, listen, I've watched that anyway, but I'll also just watch this. <laughs> but, like, it's, it's got, like, a real sort of, like, Hawaii monster boy feel to it. Like, but, like, with much better filming. A oh, big issue, goodness. it came out today, and it's on Vicky. Okay. I'm definitely going to be down for that one. Check that, that one, one out. Fun. That one looks fun. I'm just not really into paparazzi, no, like, in general, like, so it's, I don't like watching them. I kind of feel like they're the parasites of them yeah. and seven white billionaires, the parasites of our world, really. I saw, and I, I tried to do some research, but I, I didn't see when it's going to be released. It's a show called Her Private Life. Uh, yes. They did a yes. reading today yes. or yesterday. Uh, on the strength of that cast alone. So we're I talking mean, Park Min Young and Kim Jae Wook, and so yeah, with, yeah. with just that, everyone's it's pretty much Oh my goodness, guys, it's finally happening. So remember, the tags. Remember, we spoke this into being last year, if you'll recall. We wanted this. <laughs> we wanted it. Everybody wanted it. Come oh, on. No, we have into... special powers, okay? We speak <laughs> oh, things yeah. into existence. We speak things into existence. Okay, can we, like, speak, kill it into, like, Kakawa existence? Or... <laughs> no, well... No, because who's, it's a JTBC drama, it, isn't it? It's OCN, no, I think. Oh, OCN. So, Vicky. Yeah. So it's or Vicky Netflix. Or I'll Netflix. take Netflix, like, either. whatever, I'm down to clown with either, like, we good. That so, private life one starts beginning of April. And one that is coming out this week, it's a C-drama, uh, The Chosen Ones. I don't know if it's available anywhere, but I did, I did look into it a little bit, and it looked pretty neat. I thought it's a fantasy story around the god of death. A ghost keeper and a judge, and I thought it looked kind of cool. Huh. It says comedy fantasy, so uh-huh. I wanted to watch it. You've said two words. Okay. Yeah. Uh, two words that lead lead to uh, things that I enjoy. Death and ghost. Comedy fantasy. What did I say? And the poster has a little uh, a kid with pink hair. Yeah. So see. That looks. So we have to watch it. Then. <laughs> And it's only 12 episodes, so I wonder if it's a web, like a web series. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Because it's, yeah, oh. it's listed as a, it's listed as 12 episodes. Also here. coming out, supposedly, pretty much the Chinese version of Oh My Venus. Oh, Because it's listed as, Oh My Venus is listed as the parent story of My Fitness Coach. Well, that's... Uh, Helps a female journalist in her slimming journey in the process of stumbling growth and the two reshape the warmth of their life and find romance. That's, you know, it's different. uh, The guy that's in it it is Jiro Wong. Hmm. He was, I've seen him a couple. He He was the main guy in Fabulous Boys, so. Interesting. That starts today. So, I don't know if it's available anywhere. I didn't go research. So, those were the random ones that I kind of stumbled across on MDL that I wouldn't... looked interesting to me. But I don't know if they are anywhere. And if they are, I'm in trouble because that's a lot of shows. (laughs) Yeah. So, that's why I'm like, I want to watch The Lay Show, but I have no idea what I'm going to be doing. Maybe watching nothing. Maybe watching 15 things. I mean, it depends on what else is made available to us. That's true. And get subs. Oh, hey, we're watching this one because guess it's got subs. I really, back when I first started watching dramas, I just didn't know it was so much of a struggle 
because drama fever was around and then Vicky was there and then some of it was on Netflix. And so mm. because my knowledge of what dramas were available was really limited to what I saw on those sites, I didn't know the pain of too bad. And you hear like the veteran, like the people who have been watching for 10 years and they're like, it used to be rough. Well, yeah. like, like It's very spoiled. Cause like, I mean, like I wasn't in a drama person, but I was an anime person yeah. and I was an anime person when the internet could not handle videos and it was right before like it became popular super popular enough that like you get things so you literally had to go on message boards and find someone who was fan subbing vhs uh, like and then send it to you from japan and then you could watch it it was a struggle i i remember uh well i I sort of conned some gentlemen into getting me copies of anime, so they did all the You made that sound really dirty. Uh, no. (laughs) I just gave them false hope that perhaps (laughs) I might date them. Like, without actually saying it. And I was really nice to them. I was friends. I was friendly to them. Like, we hung out, and I did stuff. But the side bet, not did stuff. We did stuff together. Like, we would go to, like, movies and stuff. Like, <laughs> dragons. Like, we had a friendship. But the side benefit of the friendship was that they would deliver anime to me. <laughs> like, they got my company, and they did not get much female company at the time in return. <laughs> so it was an equal exchange, you see. <laughs> I'm not a bad person. I didn't say what. <laughs> I remember their birthdays. I baked them cakes. I was real nice. And I demand the anime. They offered and I accepted. <laughs> oh, it's all above board. So I'm admitting that I haven't experienced that struggle before until now. And I know even now it's really not that much of a struggle. Yeah, there's always ways to yeah. find stuff. I just had no idea. Yeah, but still, it's a disappointment when you're like super excited about it, especially because it's now it's like super like it's easy to get all like the, the information and the mm-hmm. the trailers for it and like people talking about it so then you're like but now I'm hyped I'd rather have just never heard about it yeah yep. yeah you know ignorance is bliss it, it'd be one thing if it was just a listing on MDL that you hadn't really heard about That's yeah mm-hmm. but when it's all over Soompi or something it's all over Twitter all about it <laughs> you see all, you it's see the worst your, on Soompi and then they your, don't have it oh yeah. You see all your Soon Twitter have, like whole articles and stuff, and you're like, nobody can access this. Stop it. Yeah, here's the cast read. Here's like, this trailer. Yeah. Tough cookies. You're never gonna watch it. Oh, yeah, okay. like five things we loved and two things we hated. About <laughs> the- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Stop, it. Stop mocking us this way. <laughs> Especially when you're trying to have legal means to find yes. it. The one that really threw me was Romance as a Bonus Book because Netflix, like, withheld the first two episodes, like, the first week, yeah. and then dropped, like, four the second four, week. Yeah. Like, Soupy released an article on, like, the Friday about the previous week's episodes, and it's like, like, we're all going to get to see it this weekend. Couldn't you wait it Saturday? Like, what day? Soupy! Come on, Soupy! <laughs> 
like, I mean, we all we left all K-pop for you. Yeah. Like, be nice to us. We are trying to appreciate that you are the better news source. Let's keep it up there. Come on. God, stop doing this to us. Like your main audience is English speaking who can't speak the language. Like just wait. I did. I laughed a little bit. I don't know if you guys have been. Um, Soupy has their like Soupy Awards or whatever, yeah. and um, I don't know if you've been voting for them at all. But I've I've been voting on them. The one category is like foreign language shows or or like like. Uh, aren't they <laughs> all technically? Like, uh, <laughs> technically, like, it's, but by that they mean non-Korean Chinese. Yeah, that's what they mean. Because it's not even like Taiwanese and Chinese. It's just Chinese shows. <laughs> I don't know why they don't say Chinese shows. It's Chinese show, but no, no. <laughs> and, and you're really dragging There's along. No Japanese, I don't think, in the category. There's no Taiwanese in the category. There's no Thai. I'm so behind on Coffee Friends. Oh my gosh. I'm also behind on that one. Yeah, too. but are you really behind? <laughs> no, mean, like that's the best part about it. It's like it's yeah. so zen that like it's just you're like they're like just live in the moment, man. And nobody's gonna <laughs> spoil anything for you. It's good. Like, yeah, what, so, like people, what are they gonna say? Like, he burned the toast and yeah, it was a like, big deal. They make coffee and French toast. Like that's <laughs> there's there's no there's no anxiety there. Well, mostly I'm I want to see the the little guest people because it's mm. fun. I mean, I guess if we're going to really be honest with ourselves, the thing that we're really behind on is the last two episodes of 100 Days. <laughs> and Ooh, I am that? not using what? that as my birthday rabbit. <laughs> not going to do it. One of these days, one of these days we'll finish 100 Days, my friends. I think it's going to take a good six months before you guys are finally ready to watch those last two episodes. We will do a special episode on the podcast. We'll be so proud of ourselves. Do I guess what we did? We finished 100 Days, my friends. Remember like 10 episodes? Episodes ago. In 2024, we will finally be having that episode. You'll, you'll play that little horn horn fanfare from earlier in this podcast. Like, we did it! We did it! 100 Days by Prince died. It's not, even, it's not even a bad show. Now it feels no, like it's perfect. Not. <laughs> it's not. It's fine. It's, just, it's fine. It's like but, a perfectly acceptable television show. There is nothing horribly wrong with it. It's just... Uh, I cannot get you guys to watch the end of it. Or like, I keep, I keep every time that we're like, yeah, we'll watch it. I can, I'm just like, oh, I just don't want to. Like, no, I, I, honestly, I just want to watch Pretty Proofreader. So <laughs> that seems better than Hundred Days, My Prince. But the touch boys, your heart. But the Han boys, like, how will we ever get to the end of the thrilling conclusion? I know. Of uh, we really. <laughs> I need some shirts. Like envoys, envoys. just like, can you make it like um like the Yale shirt, but it's envoy? <laughs> I need that. Oh, yes, of course. For you, for you, anything, <laughs> anything for you guys. Is there anything else coming up that we're excited about? Are we done? I think that I think we've covered. Everything I think we else. were done about 10, 15 <laughs> minutes ago. All right, let me sum this up. All right, everyone. <laughs> On that note. Uh, this has been another incredible episode, I'm sure, of the <laughs> Certified Tunis. Uh, you can find us wherever you're listening to us, but also on Spotify, Google Play, the Apple iTunes, uh, and YouTube. 
We are on Twitter, and we love hearing what you guys think of uh, of our things and what we come up with and chatting with y'all. So it's at Certified Nunas. We love everyone. As always, this is not sponsored, but feel free to also visit my shop. Uh, so unites.threadless.com. Yeah, not sponsored. <laughs> I always see it on YouTube, like, not sponsored. Uh, and yeah, we hope you have a great merch. Also, happy birthday, Jesse. Yay! Yay! Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye. Bye.